Hello and welcome to an audio-only version of Navigating Neurodivergence with me, Stefan Glazer. I think the the basic um, thought pattern is I will have my big episodes with guests on Thursday and every Tuesday I will have an audio episode either with a guest. Um, the I'm going to... I've basically changed everything. <laughs> Guest episodes will be numbered. Solo episodes will be not numbered. Um, but I think I'll keep the solo episodes uh, audio only unless I have something really fun to share on the video side. Um, right now, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm actually doing this, this this audio only because I had something kind of come up in my mind and I wanted to talk about something. Uh, first, let's talk about the important things. Heading over to navigatingneurodivergence.org, signing up for my mail list, uh, that newsletter. It's basically there to help you, but you get a free condensed copy of my book, Tools for Navigating Neurodivergence. Uh, if you're looking for the full copy of that book, it's out on Amazon, on Kindle, hardcover, paperback, all that good stuff. Uh, be sure to, uh, of course, like, subscribe, comment, rate, thumbs up, do all the things to help my podcast, my book, my YouTube channel, all that fun stuff. Uh, the link to everything, of course, it's on navigatingneurodivergence.org. I think I said .com earlier, and if I did, I apologize, but it's navigatingneurodivergence.org. Um, also, in the, the show notes, I have the link to my link tree, which is, uh, the link tree.com slash Stefan dot Glazer. It has all my links there, but today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, I think for me, this is important. A while ago, I did a, a s sort of a short episode on positivity. Actually mindset was the, uh, overarching, um, theme. And, when I talked about mindset, it resonated with a lot of people. And I don't even think that was a video episode. That was a, an old uh, audio-only episode, which um, is always good. So it shows that it resonated with people without even having to be video. But, um, you know, I'm kind of revisiting mindset, but it's a little different. I am... Looking at the positivity side of mindset, you know, everyone talks about how mindset, you know, having the right mindset when you're doing a project or going into something is so important, and it is. But being positive, thinking about the positive outcome, thinking about the best thing that could be, thinking about all the positive things that that you can have, just looking towards that goal with that positive outlook is so important. Um, I think a, a good way to look at this is not being afraid to think that no matter what you're going to do, it's going to, going to work out to put that energy of the positive and that energy of the incredibly important mindset that 
it is going to be popular. It is going to work. It is going to bring you abundance. It is going to bring you everything that you desire. I know it sounds, sounds simple on paper, um, because it is, it's letting go of that negativity and that automatic negative mindset that a lot of people have. And what do I mean by that is there's a lot of people out there that kind of just go into something uh, with that outlook that, yes, it could, and that's the key word, could. It could be a successful venture. It could be a really successful uh, project. But, and there's always a but, but it might fail, but it might go wrong, but it might not be popular. And for me, that used to be the only way I could approach things. I would always approach things like that. I would start a project and I would literally list out all the bad things that could happen. And what, what that's doing, whether you believe it or not, you're putting that energy into the negative. And when you put your energy into the negative like that, it's, it's letting the negative win. Um, I, I think it's the simplest way to put it. You don't want to let the negative win. Because when the negative wins, I mean, it's going to start overcoming and overshadowing all the positives of your projects and of everything that you might be doing. So say I go into a project that I have coming up. Now, this is going to this is going to be a little behind the scenes. I do have a project that is coming up. I have a couple projects, but one is to start a uh, kind of a meditation, mindfulness, uh, guided meditation, a little bit of everything um, with the positive uh, energy work and mental presence and and uh, positive thinking. Uh, just a lot of the really good positive things like that that have helped me through. Uh, I'm going to be creating a YouTube channel with daily affirmations and guided meditations and things that have helped me through things that have helped others through. Um, you know, I, I've been wanting to do that. And the only thing that has stopped me from doing it before is just doing it. And in the past, I think I would have approached it with that feeling of, uh, what if no one watches it? And what if no one does it? What if no one uh, gets anything out of it? And that's the wrong approach. That's the, that putting that energy behind it is going to give it that, that feeling of failure. And I think in the last year, my mindset towards things like that have really changed. Um, you know, I truly enjoy doing things for the sake of doing them. 
but when it comes to a project like that, even a project like rebranding the podcast to what it is now and doing all these positive things and, you know, uh, promoting the book and talking to all these people, I'm doing it from this place of being of service, of helping, of wanting to teach people and to help people. So by doing it that way, what's happening is no matter what I'm putting out is helping people because it's finding the people that it needs to find. They're getting help. They're learning. They're being taught. They are being truly enlightened and educated in all different manners, um, whether it's more on the spiritual side or more on the scientific side with, you know, my struggles with neurodivergency and, and, and the entire gamut of frustrations that that had given me in my entire life. I think the energy I put behind it before this change in me, uh, I probably w wouldn't even fathom of putting something out there of, you know, what will essentially end up being really well sound engineered voiceover and possibly just straight video uh, of me doing guided meditations and doing, you know, mantra work and simple, just very simple things to help people get more aligned with themselves and aligned with the things that they love. It won't be so much of a, of a meandering mess as it can be uh, when I do talk because uh, I just kind of let my brain go, which is what I'm supposed to do. I get called to do it. My brain just starts going and I might have a couple of notes I jot down, but I will generally go off um, as a kind of like a free, free form thinking exercise. But I have, you know, an overall idea of what I want to say. And, you know, the overall idea of today's episode being positive mindset is super important to me because it, it has changed how I approach life. It's changed how I approach everything, not just life, but like loss, love, hate, anger, just every thing <laughs> that there possibly could be approaching it positively, no matter how negative it might be changes how you feel and changes how you react. It changes how you are. It's, it lets you really, it lets you think about what you want to do in a positive light. And it kind of lets you put the energy into everything you do. And that energy is nothing but positive. Like it is lets you go through your day, no matter what happens with this attitude that everything is going to work out because it will. Everything is going to work out in your favor 
And whatever you set out to do will come back to you. So I think for for some out there being able to to do this it's it's pretty easy like to there's a lot of people that that do have issues um that have issues with getting into a positive mindset um but there's there's a lot that you can do so I guess like positive mindset, positive attitude, a lot of people, all right, uh, I'm going to really break it down because I remember, I remember there was a, um, the, there was a Reddit thread many years ago, probably like five or six years ago now. And I used to love it because it wasn't even a popular Reddit thread. It wasn't something that had like millions of millions and millions of like likes or upvotes or whatever Reddit uses as its currency. Now it was probably just had a couple, like a couple hundred upvotes, which I always kind of laugh when something like that is, is like, Oh, of course it only has a couple hundred upvotes. Um, how are we going to do it? Okay. So I remember just going to go over my notes because there, there was, it was like seven ways to, to develop a positive attitude. <laughs> and I wish I wrote down the, the Reddit user's name, but you could probably find it. It was from like five or six years ago. And I remember it was on the, uh, desi- deciding to be better, uh, subreddit. It's, it's basically like a self-improvement and togetherness, just, it's it's a really it's a cool subreddit. I mean, there's million it's like a million people in there that all have positive mindsets and positive outlooks and positive attitudes. So, but number one is to build your self esteem. That is probably you know it's number one for a reason because a lot of people look at self self esteem and go, man, like why 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 do I need to have self esteem? Maybe I can just like B or I can just, um, I could just figure out a way around it, but you know, I don't need to, I don't need to have high, high self-esteem, but you do because what happens with low self-esteem and I was a victim of this most of my life. Um, spoiler alert, being a victim is, is the second, <laughs> uh, the second, uh, way to, help you develop a positive attitude, but self-esteem, um, it would be, it would be really hard to be happy and content with everything you do and all the work you put out if you don't have self-esteem. So growing your self-esteem is not easy. However, you can do it. So when you actually try, like, uh, okay. When you try, what, what comes to mind? Some people think, you know, oh, I know what, what, what growing my self-esteem is like, um, 
uh, I'll be nice to myself. And you're like, well, yeah. I mean, being kind to yourself is kind of how to, to help you grow, <laughs> grow your self-esteem. But you got to be kind to yourself a little deeper. Like you, you actually got to get to know yourself. Well, what makes you happy? What do you actually value? What, what do you, what do you truly love? Um, for me, it took a while. Um, you know, I love my wife. I love my pugs. That's my family. I love my, my chosen family. Like I love my family. That's, that's big, but what makes me happy? You can love your family, but what about yourself? Like, what else? There's there's something else there. You can say, I love these things, but what truly sparks joy in you? And for me, there was three things. I have a, a three pillars that kind of prop me up. One, uh, my photography. I'm a photographer. Everyone knows that. If you don't know that, um, be sure to check out the links in the show description. Look at my photo gallery i have a little bit of everything but i i have some areas of photography that i truly love and it sparks me you know great joy every time i pick up my camera i also love writing but i not just because oh yeah i wrote a book i love writing go buy my book yes go buy my book please but i always loved like writing a blog or um just journaling, like writing on Google Docs or just free form writing. Um, it, it's a big, uh, it's always been a big thing in my life. And either creative writing or just like thought brain dumping. I, I love doing that. Or just coming up and with a premise and just rolling with it. Something I always love as well. But what I, what I really... I didn't realize that I, I was going to write a book until I got to that point, but I always found joy in writing. So writing, big part of it, photography, another big part, and connecting with people is another huge thing that makes me happy. And I'm not talking about going out to a big area where there's tons and tons of people and there's crowds and people want to, you know, network. Some people really love that. That's too much. That's overstimulation for me. Um, I need one-on-one. One-on-one -on -one. -on -one is the way to go for me. It's how I can feel not normal, but I, I get to fill my cup learning about other people, letting them talk, letting them tell their story. I have genuine interest in it. Now, those are my three main pillars, but I do have little supports that go in between each pillar that kind of prop them up and make sure they're nice and sturdy. And that's, you know, between like photography and writing, there's art. I love like doodling. I love creating music, uh, you know, things like that, different type of creativity, you know, and, and that goes, there's other little like the podcast is a big thing for me. Like that's, that fills that, that cup of, of, uh, connecting one-on-one -on -one with people. Like there's, there's little 
extra supports that, that strengthen each pillar. So I always try to find the things that spark the most joy. And those are my big three. So I, I always say that first step of building your self-esteem, that is um, that getting to know yourself and what really brings the most excitement in your life. Like that's, that's your first step to bringing your self-esteem up. Um, when you have, I think the next one is when you have any type of, you know, comparisons to other people that are in your silo. I said, I'm a photographer. So if I go on to social media and I see another photographer that does something I do that has a million followers to my thousand followers. Five years ago, that might have been a problem for me. (laughs) I would probably have uh, gotten frustrated. I would have spiraled into a bunch of anxiety but um, I don't do that anymore. I don't compare myself because there's no, there's nothing that really, there's nothing that really comes from comparing yourself to others. I found that if if I'm finding another creator of art or another photographer online and they're really kicking ass. I find that inspiring now. I don't compare about what I do to what they do to their community, to my community. What I see is, look, they're doing what they love and they are making a lot of people happy. I think that's a huge step for a lot of people. And when I started looking at everything that way, it changed my outlook on everything I did. Um, and in, in that regard, like you also have to stop talking shit about yourself. (laughs) I mean, talking, being self-deprecating is okay. in some circumstances, like in screwing around with friends and we're all being silly. Sure. But you need to know that there's a difference between jokes and actually putting yourself down. A lot of us automatically put ourselves down or don't give ourselves credit. For the longest time, I used to have caveats to everything I said. Like, um, if I said I was a photographer, I would like have to clarify that I worked with pets or that I don't do whatever. Like, no, I'm a photographer. And if you want to know more about it, then, you know, and... Now I'm getting used to calling myself an author because I have a published book. Um, I have friends and I used to be that way and I wouldn't even mention that I did any sort of art or that I created music or that I wrote, you know, blog or that I did anything. Um, I would just kind of downplay all of it. And that's, that's really, you know, it's really rough because we fall into it a lot. But when you start doing it, when you say, 
man, I'm such a shitty artist or such a horrible painter. Um, my photography is crap. Would you go to your best friend and say, man, you're a horrible musician. You write like crap. Like, would you, would you do that to them? No. And if you would, I mean, you're definitely not their friend at that point. That's just, it's just mean. Don't be mean. But you know, it, it, it takes a moment to stop and, and look, like introspectively look and go through it and go, Oh no, I wouldn't say that to somebody else. I wouldn't say that to a stranger. I wouldn't say that to, you know, any, anyone. And if you would, then I think we might have a deeper issue going on there. Um, but to add to that, also say things that are positive about yourself, stand in front of a mirror, seriously, or just pop open your phone with the front facing camera and, or the back, whatever camera, the one that looks at your face <laughs> and, uh, just say positive things to yourself. Just be like, you are a great artist. You are an amazing musician. You can write so many words that inspire people to do the impossible. You know, just take time to do that. Even if it's for like two minutes every day, not even do it for 30 seconds. You don't even have to do it for a minute. Just do it for 30 seconds. You can sit in front of the mirror and in 30 seconds, you can say a lot of positive things. So this, all these little things start adding up to help you build more self-esteem. Like that's like, um, also just, these are two big ones. You have to be assertive. So you have to learn how to say no, because what happens is you will say yes to everything to try to please everyone. And that's just going to drain you and it, yourself. It, it will hurt your self-esteem. Just take a deep breath. When somebody asks you like, Oh, can you do this for me? Hey, uh, we're going to have this thing. Do you want to go here? Don't just blindly say yes. Really think about it and say no. It's just, it's kind of like setting a boundary, but it's also just conserving your energy. It's, it's a huge help. Hmm. And my favorite thing, always treat yourself. You just, just, you have to treat yourself sometimes. If you treat yourself, you are doing something that's just going to be like, oh, all right. M one of my favorite things, like sometimes I will go, I will go the entire week just grinding out either editing episodes, recording with people, uh, writing some outlines or some notes for my next book, just doing the work. I'm doing everything. I'm connecting, I'm networking, I'm social media stuffing and I'm just doing all the stuff that I like doing. Even if I don't like doing it, I'm going it with the positive attitude, knowing that it's going to come back tenfold to help me in what I'm doing. But at the end of the week, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fire up a game, 
sometimes I even have to, sometimes at the end of the day, I'll fire up a game and I will literally go for it. I'll just be like, yep, I'm going to play this game for an hour or two because it's going to make me happy. And I get to just like unwind and it's me time. So definitely do something nice for yourself once in a while. Treating yourself is the way to go. Um, Another thing that I really, I really just want people to, to try to do, uh, like I said, there's a bunch of stuff that you can do to improve your self-esteem and your, you know, just your confidence in yourself. Um, people are always like, oh, like, you know, focus on positive relationships or talk to someone you trust. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Like doing all that stuff is fine. Or even like talking to your therapist also works, believe it or not. I love doing small things that lead to big things. One that I have been having issues with, but I still try to find ways to do celebrate your successes. All of them at celebrating yourself and the things that you're doing. Now, it doesn't even have to be like it doesn't even have to be like oh I wrote a book and I don't know how to celebrate myself I, I I experienced that this is like it can be small like oh I went for a walk today I'm gonna celebrate this by doing something nice for myself or be like doing like giving myself another like thirty minutes of game time that's always a good way to celebrate in my book uh i mean obviously if you want to go for a walk because you have a mindset of doing what you're doing to to be healthier don't celebrate by getting a pizza though i love pizza it's it just doesn't work that way because <laughs> you're gonna feel bad and then you're gonna have to walk again and then you're gonna want to buy another pizza and that's this is gonna go on forever um <laughs> but also you know, accept compliments from people when they are, you know, looking at your artwork or telling you how beautiful a photo is or they really love something you wrote or even they they thanked you for something that you did for them. Just, you know, accept the compliment. Um, and you can just, like, put that in a memory bank or if you're neurodivergent like me you can write it on a post-it note and put it by your workstation so when you're feeling down a little you can look at it and be like oh yeah they they really um they really appreciated the thing i did for them um write a list about yourself and that list can be full of things that you really love about yourself uh, about oh i I love that I can edit photos for myself and anyone that I care about. And I love that I can fix things digitally in a photograph. And I, it doesn't even have to be like widespread. I could go on and write a huge list about amazing things that I can do for myself and my friends uh, in Photoshop, just in Photoshop. And it's, and it feels good to know that like, Hey, this is all, these are all positives for me. And 
once you start getting all that stuff, then you can just like start setting small goals and about like today I'm going to learn a new technique in something that I already do. Say Photoshop's a good example for me. Like, oh, today I'm going to learn how to to use a new tool uh, to create a new type of edit or something silly like I'm going to try to create great photos using the automatic mode on my camera, which is counterintuitive for a professional photographer, but it's, it's fun. It's little challenges. It's a little goal, or you can even volunteer volunteering your time and spending time connecting with people. It's pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, all the other stuff to help your self esteem, getting enough sleep, eating regularly, not just like eating correctly and making sure like your blood sugar is okay and and your energy levels are fine but like actually remembering to eat is important um going out for a walk once in a while you don't have to go on marathons you don't have to lift a million pounds but doing some sort of physical activity great um being outside also great sunlight is amazing huberman the huberman lab podcast is huge proponent of um Sunlight in the eyes when you're just waking up. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Of course, I always tell people meditation, mindfulness, super huge. Big thing for me. So that is just, you know, building your self-esteem. Huge. Huge, 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 huge. So, um, and like I said earlier, like the next the, the next thing on this list of developing that positive uh, mindset is uh, stop being the victim. And man, victim mentality is a thing. And when you are a victim, you you instantly like you're you're already in the negative because you always see yourself as a victim and. Not everything in your life is going to be in control. So just stop blaming everything. Just <laughs> like you, you are like, man, I remember, I remember this list on Reddit, even saying like, just stop complaining, <laughs> which I mean, is it's complaining is part of life people complain but i i always laughed at it because i i think the whole idea of having the positive attitude and stopping being a victim it, it it's it goes like this you have to stop looking for someone to blame and it goes back to even like the Jocko Wilnick uh, book about taking uh, responsibility. Uh, why can't I remember the name? It's um, it's basically the idea is uh, do do do. My brain. It's extreme ownership is the name of the book, um, and the whole idea of extreme ownership is not 
looking to blame anyone and just taking control of your actions, your life and everything and taking full ownership of, of everything. It's like, yes, this went wrong and that's my fault. And now I'm going to make it better. And that's it. I mean, doing that, it might sound like, Oh, that sounds hard because I have to put the weight of the world on my shoulders when everything goes wrong. And no, that's, that's not it at all. You are, taking the blame that you want to throw on someone else and just taking ownership of it going, no, you know what? It didn't work out. You can't control everything in life, but guess what? You're not going to be responsible for everything, but you are responsible for the things that you can control. And if you can control your emotions, if you can control your immediate situation, then, you know, it's up to you to improve it. So you just kind of stop complaining about it and just start owning it. So that one's, that one's a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow um, because it's easier to just blame someone else. We've all been there. But I, um, I wholeheartedly agree that it's... Uh, it's might be a challenge, but it's um, well worth it to actually take the extreme ownership and stop being the victim. So with those first two ways, that's, that's a good foundation to developing a positive mindset However, finding a purpose and finding other people that have done it are huge, huge um, boosters in finding that positive mindset. One, when you find a purpose, like for me, my purpose is to help connect, educate, and let people know that they're not alone in their struggle with any sort of neurodivergence. That's why this podcast exists. That's why I'm writing books. And that's why I talk to people. It doesn't matter if they are straight-laced, you know, straight-laced Christians who walk the, the straight line and do everything by the book or, you know, crazy out there, you know, multiple plant medicine journeys, live on a... on public land in the middle of nowhere in a tent, but have internet access and want to talk. It doesn't matter what walk of life if you are from at all. Like that's, I, I want to talk to and help everyone. That's just, it's part of my mission. Um, I, I, that is my, my, my purpose. Like I, I struggled with that all my life. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. I didn't know where my path was, but now I see my path. So seeing my path, I go, well, let's see the people that have done it before me. And there has been, I mean, whether it's somebody like, uh, 
let's say, even, let's see, in the neurodivergent world, somebody like uh, Denise Duffield Thomas, who's a money and mindset coach and women empowerment empowerment person. Like, there's a lot of great stuff she does. Recently found out she had um, ADHD. She was late diagnosed like I was. But her story showing how her relationship with money with money was shit and it turned into amazing and she created this thing to help others. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I see people on YouTube that just talk about it. I see people on Instagram that make funny memes or funny videos that explain what's going on in our heads. They're connecting with their audiences and their their people that are following them that are learning. Like it's all beautiful things. Like it's it's enriching my life because it's showing me that I can go and talk and and do these things and you will find them. And it's part of the podcast too. Like I have all these people on now that have been able to talk through and do all these things and succeed and beat their odds and get through things like homelessness and, and in crazy situations and have successful lives and businesses despite on paper having all these problems. So, you know, going through and finding all of them is a huge important thing to do. Um, and f with the inspiration that you get from that, uh, what you want to do is stay away from negative influences. Like it's easy to fall back into the negative and it's easy to hear people that are always talking that things aren't working out for them or that they're, everything is an uphill fight or that they constantly don't have, or they are constantly like in the negative or constantly falling apart or constantly having struggles. It, it is, man, it is overbearing. Um, sometimes it's just by hearing the things on TV, you can turn off the TV. You can stop the, the shows from running. You can turn off the radio. You can turn off the news. Sometimes these people are actually in your life and those people, it might be a little harder, but you might have to just distance yourself. It could be family. It could be friends. It could be anyone, but they will constantly, they're constantly, you know, criticizing everyone else and they're never, they're never changing. They're never fixing. They're never getting through. They're just blaming everyone and always feeling negative and just having that constant energy of negativity around you is going to bring you down. So eliminating negative influences in your life is a huge win to increasing your, your, your positive mindset. Like I, I can't say that enough because when I started just removing negativity from my life, I felt better. It's it's amazing how that works, but it, it really works. Now, 
the, I, I think the the next one is 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 funny because it, the I wrote it down and it says recognize the difference between realistic and pessimistic. Now, when you're positive, you're trying to to have that positive mindset and, and go forward, being like um, you're going to meet a lot of resistance, but you're going to want to go forward like everything's positive, everything's positive, and. People are going to, you know, they're going to fight you on that. Now, <laughs> this is a tough one because there's going to be people out there that will be like, ah, you just got to be realistic. Stop being so positive. You just got to be real realistic about this. And what that is, and I, I wrote this down from that Reddit, uh, Reddit article, that is really, that is them just trying to find some sort of excuse to justify their inability to take action. Now that's a huge, huge pitfall for you. Like if you fall into that, cause you, what will happen is like a, a realistic, something that's realistic and something that's negative. So realistic is it's based on what people think that you can like achieve and what seems reasonable like it's um as you get better at it it gets bigger but it's still attainable like but negative that means like you can't do something you can't <laughs> so it's really funny the notes even here say you can't do something that is realistic and it's true, like a realistic, realistic um, attitude. It's going to give you more, way more possibilities than a negative one. But it will shut out a lot of possibilities that are attainable. The problem is, is that people will tell you to be realistic when actually they just want you to be pessimistic. <laughs> Because they don't realize their true potential, they don't understand their their true calling. Their, their, they just. There's so many stories of people out there that most people don't realize that realistic attitude isn't based on what we can do; it's based on what's been done already, and. So being realistic isn't helpful. It's it's helpful in some regards, but it's not helpful like on what we want to accomplish. But being positive is closer to reality. Because if you're negative, you're just you're shutting off all possibility. Um but being realistic just kind of focuses on what you can do um, instead of just being like, eh, maybe. But being positive basically lets you reach your full potential while being realistic imposes some self-limiting beliefs. Just there's a hierarchy. Like being positive, yes, fantastic. Be positive because that's going to it's going to be focusing on what you can do and 
you're not going to focus on the reasonable or easy things like if you're being realistic. But definitely at the bottom rung is being negative because obviously being negative is just not not good. Um, and the last note is start focusing on, on why. The, the why is... Why is the big question a lot of people ask? They'll ask it in therapy. They'll ask it in a lot of energy work. They'll ask it in so many things. And a lot of people don't understand the why. Because oh, we all look at life like we, we'll see the dark side of life. Sure. There's always darkness. When there's light, there's darkness. That's just how it works. If you can have your darkness, I mean, and obviously the brighter your light shines, the darker your darkness is. It's just how that works. But the big barrier that stops us from seeing any good side, it's like, it's a huge barrier. But, you know, and that's what happens when we stare at that dark side. So here's the thing. When you try to think of some reason why you can do something, it seems like it's out of reach. It seems like you're making this whole thing up. Like positive thinking is just bullshit. But it's not. They always look at being positive as wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. <sighs> The big difference is a positive person knows the thing that's in their favor and what's not. Where wishful thinking is just using your, your imagination. Oh, uh, that would be great if I had a billion dollars. And, you know, that's it, – it doesn't work that way. There's There's – no action involved in wishful thinking. You have to think of everything that you're able to do and able to use, you know, like to cope with life is as part of why. So start approaching things with the, I can do this because, you know, I'm smart. I'm resourceful. I'm a great photographer. I'm confident. I'm uh, a fantastic author. I, all these things, all these things that all the qualities that you have, and just not, not just the stuff to like, Oh, I'm just making myself feel better or to raise my self esteem. Like these are the reasons why. So why are you going to write that? Like, why are you qualified to write that book? Well, because I know how to write from the perspective of somebody who is neurodivergent because I am neurodivergent. I have the insight about this topic because I live this topic. You know, I'm smart. I'm resourceful and can research the things I'm not sure about. I'm confident in all the words that I put on paper because they are me. You know, it, it's you have to change the way you see the world and just 
look for the things in your favor. Like once you find those things, like it becomes so much easier and you might not get it overnight. It might take you a week or two. It might take you a couple of months. It might take you 39 years or my just shy of 42 years. I wasn't sure about any of it until this past year. And now this is all I can think about because these are the things that are in my favor. It's the things I love doing. It's the things that I am connecting everyone in the world with. You know, it's um, having a positive mindset changes how you approach life and how you look at the world and how you look at others. I don't see any adversity in anything I do. I see other people that are doing amazing work. I see other people that are putting out their best product. I'm seeing so much positivity. Even when things are not great and like somebody puts out something that isn't, I was like, hey, they at least did it. And maybe it's something that makes me giggle a little. And I'm saying, well, this is kind of silly and bad. But you know what? I applaud them. They put it out. Because for every every person that says, that, oh, this is garbage, I clap back with, well, where's yours? I mean, if you have your own thing of that same genre, if you put out a movie or a music video or a story and your story is out there for the world to judge, then cool, more power to you. But if you just go in and look at it and be like, yeah, th that was rough, but you know what? I still will applaud them for doing it because they took a chance, and that's all that matters is that you're taking chances. And when you take the chance it's with a positive mindset, you you might get some negativity coming back to you, but mostly it's going to be positive because people are going to read it. People are going to watch it. People are going to see it. Like there's, there's a lot of, a lot of really good things out there. And, you know, I think, I think something that I, I really want to instill in people is that, besides the, the message that you're not alone, is that people can change. You can change your mindset. You can have a positive mindset. I think that is so important for everyone because I know I was not positive at all for years, for decades. And now I am. Everyone says, how are you so positive? Were you always like this? And the answer is no, I wasn't. But I am now because I did the work and I found the things that rang true to me and made me feel great and made other people feel great. And, and now I just feel great. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the bottom line. So please go out there with a different perspective and try to build yourself up a little better and push forward with a positive mindset. It will change everything until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like subscribe, do all the fun things that people do on all the platforms, leave a comment, leave a review and do all that stuff. 
be sure to buy the book. If you don't want to jump in all the way on the book, go uh, to navigatingneurodivergence.org and sign up for my newsletter. You'll get a condensed copy of the book. It has the three tools that I use the most. And um, you'll be able to get a little taste of what the book is. Uh, it's basically condensed down to nine pages from almost 200. So, <laughs> But please do all that stuff. Share this with all your friends. And uh, until next episode, I hope you have a wonderful day.